0: You're listening to Mind Over Money, presented by Waymaker. Hey, Archie, we're back. And we're talking about cars and investing, and uh, how to turn your car loan into a million dollars. So stick around if you want to say goodbye to your car loan.
1: G'day, Lachlan. Yeah, looking forward to doing this one today.
0: So cars, they can cause a lot of problems in our finances if we don't recognise how we're thinking about them. And we talked about that in the last episode in some details. So. If you haven't already, go back and listen to that episode, episode five. That's part one of this discussion, and today is like a part two. We're going to be turning to a strategy to help us buy and replace cars in such a way that we end up with more money and no car loan. So before all of that, Archie, we should probably disclose some things, right?
1: Yep, because it it sounds so good, but we do have to, you know, just let you know that I... This is not personal financial advice. Ah,
0: done. I was hoping I could get financial advice from a podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And B, before thinking about putting this strategy in place, you should seek professional advice. At Waymaker, we partner with a financial planning company to help implement strategies such as this. Mm. So, yeah, don't take this as personal advice. You know, it's just for education purposes to give you the big picture.
0: Yeah yeah and we're on this podcast, you know you won't hear us talking about quick fix solutions or big wins or any particular products. We're always going to point you to that big picture, which is financial freedom and and how to change your thinking in order to get there. It, it all starts with our thinking. absolutely. yeah, and you, yeah. you talked about implementing a strategy, and that's a good thing because long-term strategies are important to achieving financial freedom. So with today's strategy, we're not getting into the mechanics in this discussion rather like we said before the mindset to what this strategy actually helps you achieve and how the strategy works in your situation will be i guess personal so we'll leave that for your discussion with a trusted advisor so archie the million dollar car that's the name of this episode what the heck
1: is it well it's definitely not about buying you know something that costs a million dollars Ah, uh, no. i've had a few people ask me that <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait before you turn off the podcast hear us out hear us out it's good
1: <laughs> yeah Th- this this is a strategy where we want to be able to pay for our cars and come out at the end of it with a million dollars in the bank uh so that we're going to have a much better life ourselves and uh, to, to mm. do that, we're basically just saying, let's replace the car loan with an investment. Okay. Because we're making monthly contributions to a car loan. Uh, we can actually turn that around and start making monthly contributions to an investment and allow the investment to do all the hard work mm. uh, rather than us doing all the hard work.
0: And why do we need a strategy like this? So, so what's wrong with just uh, buying a car on finance, using the bank's money and... Get a sweet upgrade every few years.
1: It's <laughs> sweet upgrade. <laughs> Look, we, we we all have to buy cars. You know, it, it's it's Australia. Mm. Um, you know, if you, if you want to go do the shopping, um, you pretty much need a car uh, to be able to get all the shopping back home again, uh, because you know nothing's close by. We're not a major city. Uh, you know, where everything's right there underneath where you live. Uh, if you're living in an apartment and in a city, you know, here in Australia, you know, everything's got a bit of distance to it. So we all need cars. Uh, the great thing about this strategy is we can use what we have to have for everyday life to actually help us build our finances and build our wealth. So, yeah, that's that's the great part about it. It does mean breaking some old mindsets, though, you know, because we have mindsets that we'd rather use someone else's money mm. you know the, the fact is that when you do investments you are using someone else's money but most of our mindsets are around debt though you know using using debt to uh, pay for things it's exactly the same when we do investments uh, we're actually using someone else's money to build our wealth and to uh, you know put ourselves in a better position where we can have more financial freedom
0: okay so it's about a strategy in place which takes what we already know we need a car it's a fact of life and putting us something in place that allows us to free up that money still and worry less about cars and replacing cars so how does the strategy work in a nutshell
1: so we go big picture uh we want to do this over a 30 to 40 year time frame Mm. Uh, because over a 30 to 40 year time frame our, our money will actually start doing the work for us and we want to look at our cars as replacing them every 7 to 10 years. So we're not looking at, at anything short-term here. Okay. Everything needs to have that big big picture of being long-term. So 30 to 40 years, 40 years is the best because that takes the least amount of our money and, and it makes our money really work for us. Okay. So, we, so we're wanting to start to determine what sort of car do we want? You know, what's, what's the car going to cost us? say it's a $30,000 car, then we can look at, okay, if I'm going to borrow the money to pay for that car, my loan repayments might be say $500 a month. So I now know that depending on how much I spend on a car, there's going to be X amount that I need to put away as contributions. Mm. So just like we are going to pay a monthly loan payment, we're going to turn this around and start making a monthly investment payment. And Mm. so we're just going to use that, way that we already think about things and say this is what our contributions need to be then if we start putting those contributions across into an investment and we get an investment yield of eight percent on a yearly average after tax uh then we know from you know just doing the financial mathematics on that that money is going to grow and we keep making our contributions. And then every seven to 10 years, we can draw out, out of that investment the amount of money we need to pay for a car mm. and then just let the investment keep growing. And at the end of our 30 to 40 years, we can have a million dollars in our investment. Mm. It's not hard to calculate, but it's getting our mindset around that because you know, for many of us, you know, many people, there's a big fear factor involved in this. And so we've got to get past that fear, you know, getting our thinking, you know, turned around.
0: Yeah. So in a nutshell, that sounds like those steps are we create the long-term plan, Yeah. we change our mindset from the repayments over to the contributions. So I'm going to either be repaying for the car as a car loan, but we're saying let's mm. think about what the contributions are to, to save for that car. Yeah. But then we use an investment as the vehicle to grow the money, to contribute into and allow that to grow and then actually take the money out every seven years, which pays for the car. Yeah. And then continue to track that and allow it to grow over that long period of time to create that compounding returns. Is that correct?
1: Yep. That's it in a nutshell.
0: Okay. So <laughs> let's, let's zone in on, uh, you know, how to think about the cost of a car. So like you said before, we think about the cost of a car differently today, because most people are thinking about the repayments of a loan, not the actual cost of the car. So we put this in a PDF, by the way. It's in the show notes. You can check it out. So we've got $30,000 as an example, which you mentioned before, buying a $30,000 car every seven years. Do you want to just run us through this table here and explain to us the different costs of buying the same car depending on the path that we choose so that the listeners can get a bit of an idea of the difference between the car loan or investing or saving with cash or using the home loan or or any yep. other means.
1: Yeah. Well, if we use a car loan, and um, you know that car loan is somewhere around eight uh, percent is is the actual cost of that car loan over a seven year period. Our repayments will be about four hundred and sixty eight dollars a month, and over that seven year period, we're going to pay back forty thousand dollars. So our thirty thousand dollar car is actually going to cost us forty thousand dollars.
0: And the car's depreciated in value. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So so we're in this scenario, we're down 40,000. We've spent 40,000. We'll never get that 40,000 back again. Okay. Mm. So that's 40,000 that's gone out of our income that we burnt and it's been eaten up in car payments. Now, if we do it through the home loan, I see some people do this. They'll actually, you know, increase their home loan or use redraw out of their home loan, you know, to pay for a car. And in this case, you know, we might only be paying a 3% interest rate and we go, oh, this is really great value. But what often happens is we end up paying off that car over 20 years instead of paying it off over seven years. And guess what? The total cost of that car is $40,000. So even though it's a lower interest rate, we still end up paying $40,000 for the same car there. If we save cash to pay for the car, that's the other option we can take that ends up costing us $29,000. So we have to save $29,000 to be able to pay cash for the car. And I've seen people do that as well. But then our our $29,000 is gone. So, you know, it's gone. It's not doing anything for us. Again, it's money that's come out of our income that we won't see again. And then we've got the last option. The last option is to actually create an investment by making contributions to that investment. And what happens there is that in seven years' time, that investment, if we're putting $468 a month into it, the same as the car loan, mm. in seven years' time, we've got $52,000 in the investment. Mm. So we can now pay for the car and allow that to keep on growing and keep on contributing to it.
0: And the car actually costs less because, say, an 8% return, that's creating income and growth, which is actually yep. paying for the car. So the car that's 30000 is now costing about twenty-two and a half. dollars Yes. Not the other way around.
1: Because the investment has created another $7,500 that we haven't had to work for.
0: But this is where I get really excited is when you drag this out beyond the seven years and you look at a bigger picture. And again, we've got this on the PDF in the show notes. You can Hmm. download and have a look in the next page. We drag it out to 10 years, that $52,000 continue to invest from seven to 10 years, actually jumps up to 84,000 after 10 years. And Mm. then it jumps to, I think it's 200,000 after 20 years. Then it doubles to 450,000 after 30 years, and then doubles again to just under a million over 40 years time. That's incredible. And considering that every 10 years buying a car, and so you're buying a car out of that investment, mm. but the, the amount that you're drawing out of the investment gets smaller and smaller every time you replace the car because the investments are growing.
1: Yes, and this is still only putting 468 a month in. Yeah, so wow. So we've still got the same original loan payment. If, if we take inflation into account, we know that, you know, over time, everything goes up because of inflation. We we could end up with way more than a million dollars, but we wanted to keep things quite consistent so it was easy to understand. Yeah. But you know, with inflation, you know, we should be putting in more, a little bit more each year, and uh, therefore we'll have a lot more in forty years' time.
0: Obviously, everything in this graph is kept simple, so there's not a lot of huge assumptions. So it's just to sort of paint the broad brushstrokes, I guess you could say, uh, to give you an idea, but. Of course, this needs to be put into a strategy and modelled out to your individual situation, which you would do with a financial advisor, a professional trusted advisor, <laughs> not a podcast. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so Lachlan, what we've got to say to ourselves here is why doesn't everyone do this? And why is it that when we talk to people about doing this, people freak out and go, no way, right?
0: Mm. I, would say I would say it's the same reason why um, a lot of people freak out about buying a home. Is you know we we're trying to do it on our own. We we mm. don't have someone that's there with us to give us the confidence, you know, to get beyond what we don't know, you know, to encourage us along the way to implement these things. Because strategy is a complex to implement. There's just no shortcut around it. There's no app you can download and press one button <laughs> uh, to to build wealth. It it does require knowledge and experience. Someone there to help us.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, because we've got to overcome the thinking. And along the way, you know, if we think over a 40-year period, along the way, things are going to change. Stuff's going to happen. Mm. Uh, You know, stuff's going to happen in our life. Our life is not going to be the same. Our income may not be the same. You know, so for what we've seen in the past is that if someone's not there with you, keeping you going and and helping you to understand what's happening, it's, it's very easy to get scared, and to stop. And it's also easy to get sidetracked into something else that looks, you know, flash, you know, something new and shiny. Oh, let's go over and do this. And we can change strategy and then, but not realize what the actual cost of that will be to us. Mm. So so our number one tip here is, yeah, make, make sure you've got someone on the journey with you what we've discovered over time with people is that if we put the basics in place and just some good basic strategies. We only need three basic strategies in place mm. and those basic strategies won't chew all our money. They'll actually save us a packet of money. Yeah. And then what we're going to find is that we've got all this extra cash flow that we can now spend. And and so it frees you up. So the good thing about these, these strategies is that it will actually free you up to have, get more out of life and, and to have more fun. So we're so we're not locking people away here uh, by doing these sort of strategies. We're actually helping people get free.
0: Yeah. So the mindsets of the million dollar car strategy are built on investing to buy cars. So yep. we're letting the compounding returns of investing do the heavy lifting. We're saying keeping your cars for a longer periods of time, so not you know, recycling the car every three years, <laughs> uh, yep. you know, based on the latest model and marketing <laughs> and having that long-term growth mindset. So we're not just replacing the cars, which we have to do anyway. It's part of life, but we're actually talking about setting us up for something that's bigger, setting us up for financial freedom.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and that, that financial freedom does mean that in the future, if we want to lease a car and we've got all this surplus cash flow. And we want to lease a car for a couple of years to have something special we can see Mm. we we don't want to restrict people we want people to have freedom we want people to be able to you know find that surplus cash flow is there and so all all we're doing is helping put in some nice nice strategies that are nice and simple Mm. and allow us to capture that freedom
0: okay fantastic strategy we've just scratched the surface of it but i love it because it's getting us free from being trapped in a cycle of car loans and balloon payments and getting us into a system that actually builds wealth so any final thoughts on million dollar car
1: well cars are a depreciating asset so we don't want them eating up our greatest wealth building tool which is our income Mm. and and that's what they can easily do we can suddenly find that you know our, our loan payments uh, are just eating up all of our income and leaving us short of cash and leaving us you know, with a situation where we're just chasing our tail all the time. So we're just going to be able to turn you know, this, this depreciating asset into actually a financial asset by just thinking about it differently and doing it differently.
0: Love that. Okay, I think we'll leave it there just for today's episode, but that probably opened up a lot of questions. <laughs> So feel free to reach out to us at waymakerpodcast.com.au. And again, the, the visuals to this show today are in the show notes as well. We would love to hear from you and to hear about what you thought about today's show, any questions that you have, or if you want to talk to a financial advisor and get a system, a strategy like this put in place to help you pay and replace cars and build potentially a million dollar wealth portfolio over your lifetime. Okay. Thanks, Archie.
1: Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening.
0: We'll be back again next week tackling more great topics that are around our finances, including cars, homes, debt, investing, and more. So we'll see you guys next time. I'm looking forward to it.